in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go! We're back at it again. Thank you, Dr. Donna, for joining us. This is part two on how to ready yourself and how to get physically fit so you can defend yourself. Right. So the best thing you can do is get your body in shape, stretches. Things can be done free. Milk jugs, fill them up. You've got 10 pounds per milk jug. Those are weights. You can do bands. You can do stairs in your house. You've got an instant stairmaster. You don't have to spend a lot of time at a gym. You don't have to use money that you need for groceries. You can use things around your house to help you get into shape. Just walking is a good thing. If you like to run, running's free. Those are things you can do. If you've got a bike, get out on the bike with the kids and bike up and down the road. Those things all build up a lot of muscles and keep you toned and ready to go. Well, and I think a lot of times as moms, how exhausting. I feel like we all have the universal sigh at the end of the night when we hit the couch, right? (sighs) I'm like, it's the universal sigh. So lots of times working out and exercise can just feel like another added thing on the list. But talking with you, Donna, and knowing that it is our right and duty to defend ourselves and our children, I feel like we're learning how to be badasses through you. (laughs) We need to take the time enough to be able to defend ourselves. I didn't have a lot of time either. And believe me, I was that mom sighing on the couch going, oh my gosh, is it bedtime yet? (laughs) But I found out ways that I could intermix my physical issues and getting toned and staying toned with the kids. The kids were perfect weights. I could lay down on the floor. I could lift them on my legs. It was great. I could walk around with them on my legs. That got my hips really (laughs) skinny. Doing push-ups. Who wants to do a push-up? But you can go against your counter and do modified push-ups. You can get the kids involved. Kids are great reasons to get involved with working out because it encourages them to learn to be physical and exercise also. We did all of this together, which was fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have a lot of dance parties in the Schneider household. That is our our physical fitness. It's a good physical fitness. (laughs) I try and turn on some frozen yoga. It lasts about like two minutes. And then then they're like fighting over who's sitting on the workbench because it's a rocket ship. And I'm like, okay, this did not go well. Not as intended. So Dr. Donna, in terms of getting physically fit, what are the biggest things we should work on in readying ourselves for defense for an attack? Okay, so tone and flexibility. Those are going to be your two things. You've got to have toned muscles and you've got to be flexible. Okay, got it. Tell me about, we're in a parking lot. Talk me through. I'm coming out of Target. It's about eight, nine o'clock at night. I have Rin holding my hand and I'm walking in the Target parking lot. Okay, so the first thing, I've got one child with one hand, but my keys are in the other hand. Right. Okay. I've got on my keys. I keep a hemostat personally because it's a nice sharp weapon, but my keys will work too. I also wear a hair pick in my hair if I'm out with my children. It's actually a Japanese form of a weapon. Um, so I can hold my child's hand. But if somebody does come on and I've got my head on a swivel the whole time, watching my child, you've got to be alert. I'm not playing with anything. I'm yeah. being very aware. Right. I have my fob ready to open the car door and ready to get in. 
and then I'm still watching. I throw my purse far enough in so nobody can grab it, but I wanna get my child in the car. But if anybody comes up to me, I've got my keys ready to nail them. What about pepper spray? What are your thoughts on pepper spray? Pepper spray spray is good. Some people really like pepper spray, but you've gotta have it opened and ready to go. It can't be just locked. You have to have it open and ready because you've got a second to get that up and in their face. You also have to have pretty good aim. You've got to make sure you're getting it in their eyes because any place else is not going to really affect them. Right, right. I will say our family photographer, when she was going through the random things in her bag, she was like, oh, and I have pepper spray. And there's this cool new one where if you spray it, it lets three people in your phone know your emergency contacts. That's good. You sprayed it, which is really cool. Right. Yeah. So I got it. And then I ended up sending, I sent it to Kristen. I (laughs) I know, I have to get it. I still haven't got it. I'm like, this is so cool. But like you said, it does no good if it's not in your hand. Right. If it's in your purse. But at least it'll let people know you're in trouble. And that's the key. You've got to let people know. Technology. Yeah. And start screaming as loud as you can because people do not want to draw attention to themselves if they're attacking you. You screaming as loud as you can is bringing attention to them, and they don't want that. They don't think that you're going to do it. You can always step back, throw them off their game, because they're not expecting you to step into them. If you step back into them, you also have them lose their center of balance, which gives you a split second to twist around, bring that elbow up to the face, take your hand, put it right in the throat, take your fingers, go right for the eyes, hook them and gouge. Or I would probably pull my pick out of my hair and go straight for the ear or up the nose, rip, or in the mouth and rip. So number one, they're going to be bleeding. I've got DNA evidence that that's going to be, you know, used against them. Once I get them ready to where they're grabbing their face, then I can grab their ears and start pounding my knee right into that face. And then by that time, they're going down. And don't be one of these women that just, oh, screams, and I hit them a little bit and then run. No, they go down, they stay down. Because if they don't, They're going to get up and it's going to be worse for you. Love all of it. And I love the idea of going at them. Yeah, always interesting because they're not expecting that. Right. Right. If you go in your force right now, you've thrown them off their game because they're not expecting it. But you're going into them with a force and it doesn't have to be power. It's the suddenness that you hit them with, especially with the palm of your hand. You can nail them right in the nose. That gives you a second. That way you've got a lot of other soft spots to go through. Personally, I'm going to go for the nose and the throat. Got it. Okay. And then I'm going to knee them in the balls. Yes, yes. There <laughs> we go. Always a good one. And then as they bend over, I'm going to take their ears and I'm going to pound them into my knee pretty good. Nice. So they're not nice. going to get up for a while. No. I love it. I, I love it. And hopefully... More women and the mom girls listening today are going to do it because of you. And that is amazing. And thank you for sharing all of this knowledge with us. You're going to be back next week to talk about simple moves that will save your life and your kid's life. We're going to keep this conversation going because... Everything we're hearing, right? That's right. important. We need this. It's important. We need it. Moms, we need this. And it can save lives. So thank y'all. We'll see you next week, Dr. Donna. See you guys then. Thank you. Bye. And you guys, speaking of that smart pepper spray, we are so excited that Plegium is partnering with us as their first U.S. affiliate to get it in the hands of Mongols and hopefully save lives. It's been sold out in the U.S., but they've made sure to have it back in stock for our launch. Click on the link in our show notes, our website, or on social. Be sure to grab one after you listen before they're gone. All right, everybody. Crystal Little is back this week to crack that whip on our spending habits. Unfortunately. Okay, everybody. Welcome, Crystal. Woohoo! Woo. Uh, 
Yes, it's always a hot topic. Um. All right. Talk about your take on spending. So I think that spending, you know, everybody spends money, right? And so the important part is just knowing and being comfortable with what you're spending money on. Being able to look at the trends of what your family spends money on and then make decisions to say, are we okay with this or are we not okay with this? For my family, a family of four, surprisingly enough, we spent a lot of money on Starbucks, right? And so (laughs) one month, I think we spent $320 on Starbucks. But it's COVID times, Crystal. COVID times. I I mean, it's COVID times. times. I mean, the stress is real. And (laughs) so what the conversation that my husband and I had, my thought was, we should just buy an espresso machine. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't that make so much sense rather yeah. than spending $320 a month on Starbucks? But he has a commute to work. And so he likes getting up in the morning, stopping by Starbucks, picking up his coffee, talking to the baristas, and then heading on his way. Right. And so then we were comfortable with it because we made a decision. Okay, then 300 bucks on Starbucks isn't that bad because of what he gets from it. Because yeah. it gives him joy. It's yeah. the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's exactly interesting. Right. So you talked through together as a couple and made that decision. Well, I guess it is important enough to spend the money on. So you got to weigh the importance of that experience. Yes. Mm -hmm. And to each person, right? And so that way, instead of him coming home with another Starbucks container and me rolling my eyes, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what we're spending money on. Because what's important to you? So I buy a lot of video games. Okay. (laughs) And video games, the price has increased. So one game is $60. That's what I enjoy doing. So I'll spend money on video games or as a mom, and you just spend so much money on your kids yeah. and you can yeah. even think about it. Like, oh yeah. yeah, you want these five toys from Target? Sure, why not? Right, uh, right. Target, um, dangerous. So Target is making uh, every mom ever. Yeah. So knowing that that's what I'm going to spend money on, then we're okay with it because that's what we've decided to spend money on. Mm-hmm. So for the mom goals out there, are you saying that we need to understand what we spend before we can even start to budget? Yes, because what traditionally happens is people will set an arbitrary budget, right? They'll be like, we should spend $1,000 on groceries. We should spend $100 on gas. And you can't decide that unless you look at and agree on what you're actually spending money on. Because otherwise, the budget doesn't matter if it's not tied to what you're actually spending money on. Interesting. All right. So you got to know what you're spending before you can start saving and planning. Yes. So give us mom goals or homework. We love your homework, financial homework. What is our top takeaway for spending? So I would challenge everyone to, for the next month, look at what you spent money on for the last month and then use that as a baseline. Have a conversation about it. No judgment, no predetermined anything. Just look at what you've spent in the last month and then go from there. All right, Crystal, next week, we are diving into the tips and tricks of the budget and planning. Dun, 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 budget. (laughs) Those are great conversations to have. Just wait. Just wait. Can't (laughs) wait. All right, thank you, Crystal. See you next week. All right. Bye. Have you ever just watched a show and wonder how does she do it all? How does she have the time? How does she look that good while she's doing it all when I'm lucky if I can get a shower in here and there? We just set these expectations for ourselves. Why do we do that? I know. Funny point about showering. Just the other day, Rin out of the bath, we snuggle, we talk about our days. 
after she gets out of the bath and she's like, mom, you smell terrible. Oh, honey, I know, <laughs> mom hasn't much time to shower these days. She's like, I just took a bath. I don't want to sit on you. I'll smell terrible too. I'm like, oh my God. If your kid tells you it's time to shower, you know it's time, it's it's time, time. to shower. Yep. The comparison, right? And the expectations that we set on ourselves is one time I can remember I was at the grocery store and Nev was six weeks old at this time. And I was so proud of myself because I had got ran off to the little play school. And this was my first time at the grocery store, <laughs> Nev, and the feeling of pride yeah, you have scary. that you're like, I did it. I even got a Starbucks on the way. I am winning. winning. And I'm at the checkout line having my best mom day, right? And I look over and I see Lena Waith. Lena Waith, amazing person, amazing human, was a PA along with us when we started at E! Entertainment. We worked together with her at live events, which is yes, crazy. Which is crazy. Lena is on the cover of Vanity Fair, okay? And so in that moment, right? My entire best day ever, it's whoosh. I'm immediately, I am a failure. I am just happy to be at the grocery store. And Lena is on Vanity Fair. What am I doing with my life? And it, it just spiraled from there. Then I dropped the milk in the parking lot and I'm sure I went home and ate pizza and watched Dr. Phil because that's what I do to feel better about my life when I'm upset. Immediately what felt good in my life all of a sudden, because I was comparing it to someone else, it completely turned around. And my whole look and view on myself was immediately negative. Oh yeah, and we all do this to ourselves no matter what. Oh, I should be in this role at this time. I should be having kids by this age or married by this. We all always compare ourselves, unfortunately. But you know what, let's face it. I ain't gonna be 5'10 like Cindy Crawford, which I always was like, Yes, I want to be like her. I'm not going to be that way. And I might not have my own office with a black Amex card. And you know what? I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, we have kids, we're juggling obstacles and lives. And honestly, it's really opened my eyes to realize that to me, in my life at this moment, mom is the best title. Mm, I love that. I love that mom is the best title. It's the hardest title too. It's the it's hardest the title. It's the best. So be way. proud of that. Be it proud is. of that. It is. It is. We should be. And so our mom go mindset for this week, what do we think it? I think we need to just stop comparing ourselves to everybody else Agreed. and just focus on what we have now and in the moment that we're in right now. So stop okay. the comparisons. You've stop got this. The comparisons. All right, everybody say it. Stop the comparisons. Stop the comparisons. And stick with it this week. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right, mom goals, that's all the time we have. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe now and turn your Mondays into mom days.